You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Now with his boogie shoes on and ready to talk Baylor athletics, here's Jerry Hill with John Morris. Welcome back on a Monday. Jerry Hill joining us. Uh, Aaron, I, I don't know that any guest we have on as a regular uh, has their own theme song, but I think that's as close as it comes right there, isn't it? And I, I don't know that – well, I mean, we have some great guests. Sure. Jerry's on every week, and it's really – you have to be very – I'll just say you have to be very deserving to have your own theme song, theme that's song true. on the John Moore Show. That's true. That's true. And Jerry is, and Jerry joins us now. How you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. 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 It's Monday morning, ready to go. You know, <laughs> it's two in the afternoon. That's it's right. Not morning anymore. But that's right. I'm I'm o and I'm o and o for the week though. That's, that's good. That's, that's a good, good way start. to look at it. <laughs> zero and zero for the week. Can you really do that? Are we really a zero and zero right now? Sure. Okay. That's the way I'm feeling. Okay. I'm zero. I, well, some people would say I'm just zero, but <laughs> I'm zero and zero for the week. That's gotcha. what I'm going to say. All right, let's talk football, yep. and uh, you wrote about this, uh, the significance of three numbers, <laughs> six, yeah. five, yeah. and 17. Yes, sir. Tell everybody the significance of those numbers. And, and Dave brought those up specifically, and he said they kind of told the story of the game, and they really did, John, if you look at it. Um, six sacks, yeah. 45 yards and losses. Ooh. You know, that's that's the thing with Blake is, you know, there's no none of these, like, two-yard sacks. <laughs> right. They're usually nine, ten-yard <laughs> sacks. So six sacks, um, and then the five was actually one for six. So five misses on fourth, fourth down. down right. Yeah, one for six on fourth down. That was a killer. Um, one of them was in the red zone. One of them was deep in your own territory, which led to – Tech's last touchdown, so just really struggled on fourth down, obviously. And then the 17 was the net yards rushing. Mm. Uh, you can't win. You probably won't win with 17 net yards rushing, particularly in this offense because you need to be able to run the ball. You know, there's some offenses, some spreads where maybe you don't need to run the ball as much. I think in this offense you really need it, and it and, and I think it helps the passing game as well if you can get a little bit of a running game oh, established, gosh, yes. and they just never could. Um, I, I don't remember the longest run, maybe seven or eight yards. Might have been Dawson Pendergrass. Yeah. He had a nice run, but uh, but I remember Dominic's uh, Dominic Richardson's longest run was seven. Okay. So we just, like I said, just never could you know get it going because even if you took the sacks out, I guess it would be sixty two yards on twenty four carries. Mm. That's not good. Yeah. You know, that's a little over two yards per attempt. So got to be able to establish the run better. But yeah, I think those three things really told the story of that game. And then on the flip side. Tech was able to really run the ball at will. I mean, um, Taj Brooks wound up with 170 yards. Uh, Baylor had one sack. And, I, John, I, I'll be honest, I had to look up to see who that was. Oh, yeah. I, yeah. I, just, I, I had not even noticed him being out there. And Brendan Betts, a yeah. uh, freshman out of Colleen. So um, I'm not sure how much he had played before then, but had the had Baylor's only sack. And, and, you know, like I said, Tech was able to run the ball really well. So, 
Um, again, I think that was the difference in the game, and then they were better on third and fourth down as well. So if you look just at those comparisons, you know, passing yards, uh, Baylor had more. But, you know, everything else, um, it, it, it favored Tech. 39-14 the final score. And talking about running the ball, Richard Reese wasn't yeah. in there much in the second half. Did did uh, Dave ever it did not say Yeah, it did not say anything in the post game, but I hey. noticed that as well um, and figured that was a little bit of why Dawson was in there as much as he was. I, it, and it could have been just production. I mean, Richard had not, you know, done very well. Well, he only had – uh, what do you have? Four carries for the for the day, you know, four yards. And they were all, I think, first fairly half. early. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and and again, it may have had something to do with Texas defense, you know, that it it would maybe take more of a little bit of a power back. I don't know. Like I said, Dawson had the best run of the day, and and then Dominic is obviously a little bigger guy. So maybe they just felt like uh, they could have more production, you know, with those guys. So, yeah. A week after, uh, Richard Big had run day. for 100, 100 yards. Right. Had his, had his first 100-yard uh, game of the of the season, 16 carries, 100 yards, and really looked good last yeah. week. I thought he was able to kind of wiggle through holes and stuff. And my only guess is those holes weren't there. Yeah. You know, there wasn't even right. a little bit of a gap there. So, um, you know, again, uh, the offensive line obviously struggled, six sacks. And just really couldn't get the running game going at all. So I think it starts there. Not putting it all on the offensive line, but I think that was a big part of it. Is you, you can't run and you can't pass a, and you can't protect the quarterback. So that's a that's a bad combination. We talked a lot Saturday about uh, not a great scenario going into an mm-hmm. open date off right. a loss like this. Yep. Now you just have to kind of sit with yep. this loss for two weeks till you play Cincinnati. Yeah, and I think um, the bye week in itself, I think, comes at a good time because yeah. you do have a chance to heal up a little bit because, you know, they've been banged up. We know that. Dominic hasn't been 100%, and there's other guys that are still trying to get back or, you know, got hurt and, you know, need some time to heal. So I think it comes at a good time for that. But, boy, you just didn't want to, you know, go into the bye with this kind of loss. You know, I I think, uh, like you said, they sit with it here for now, you know, two weeks and I think on the positive end or trying to look at it as a positive way, I think this gives them a chance to fix some things where if you'd come off a win, maybe you're, you know, maybe you're not thinking that way. Yeah. I think this staff would. I think this staff would still see, you know, the problems and try to fix it. But, you know, now you, you're kind of forced to, John. You, you have to look and see, and, and Dave talked about it a little bit after the game of, you know, we've got to see what's working. And, and kind of focus in on those, and, and and if stuff's not working, maybe we need to throw it out, that kind of thing. You know, I, I think what you have to do, you have to do a really serious self-evaluation. And I think they do that throughout the year, but this gives them a really good chance because most of your week, your game week, is focused on the other team. Yeah. This gives you at least this week to just focus in, look at yourself, what things can we fix what things do we need to do more of that that is working? You know, that's that's another way to look at it is what things are working. Maybe we need to focus more on those. But I think, too, you try to fix the problems you have. Um, so I think that's what they'll do this week and then 
they'll look at Cincinnati next week. I think the schedule for the week is the team is off Sunday and Monday. Mm-hmm. They'll practice Tuesday, Wednesday. Thursday is the Bear Bowl, oh. which the younger players, okay. you know, yeah. get a practice. Yeah. And then they're off Friday and Saturday. Mm-hmm. Then they come back Sunday, and then they're into game week again. Yeah. So, And it comes, you know, at the exact midpoint right. of the season. Right. That's, a, that's good timing from that aspect. Yeah, like I said, I think for six weeks you've been, you know, kind of in the trenches and banged up and, you know, just – and that's with everybody. That's with every team. Midway through the season, six weeks into the season, I think everybody has its aches and pains and all that. And so this does give you that week to try to, you know, get rid of some of those, get everybody healthy, and look ahead to next week, uh, you know, with the road trip to Cincinnati. I think, uh, which I hope I'm on. You know, we'll, still still to be determined, apparently. I think, no, I think you're good. <laughs> Someone else on our crew right, can tell you right, different, but right. I think you're good. Um, we got some younger players that are really, you know, making names for themselves. Yeah. Uh, to me, most notably, Caden Jenkins, Jenkins yeah. had a very athletic interception. So two interceptions in in back to back weeks. Yeah, uh, I, I think he is really, yeah. really playing well. He is, John. I, I can't think of particularly a freshman on the defensive side that's played that well recently. You know, I mean, he's he is playing at an elite level. He's got that kind of NFL size, six one. You know, a bigger you know kid, and and uh, yeah, you're right. I think he's played amazing, uh, particularly for a freshman. Even on the touchdown that he gave up, I believe it might have been to the tight end. He was right there. Yeah. I mean, you know, just a perfect pass from Baron Morton. But you know, Caden's defense was really good, and then obviously he had the interception. Yeah, John, I went back and looked. Um, so you know, take out Garrison Grimes, two fumble recoveries. So the defense has had eight. Freshmen have had six of those eight. Oh, wow. Really? That's really good, you yeah. know, because obviously Caden's had three with two interceptions right. and the fumble, but uh, Carl Williams has had an interception. Yeah. Kyler, Kyler Jordan, Jordan, a redshirt freshman, but he's had an interception. And then Trey Wilson, mm. a fumble recovery. Yeah. So that's, I mean, again, it's this has been a tough start. Nobody's going to sugarcoat that. But when you see stuff like that, you know they're coming. They're already playing really well, but those are guys that are freshmen playing this well. So I think you can kind of look to the future and say, we've got these guys, and they're going to be maybe the guys that we build around for the future. Yeah, that's very good. All right, let's uh, touch on some of the other sports. most notably men's golf playing yep. in the Big 12 uh, match play that started today. How's that going so far? Yeah, they uh, they beat UCF this morning 4-1, to one, so beat them pretty handily. And then they're up on Iowa State 3-1. Uh, Iowa State, I believe, is the 11 seed. Uh, UCF was the 6th. So it was bracketed, I think, into four groups maybe. And uh, so Baylor was the three seed overall, but was um, seeded number one basically in its grouping. So they're leading Iowa State. And I'm trying to remember who else is in that group. I can do a quick look here. So Baylor is in Pool C, and the other ones in there are uh, Iowa State, as I said, UCF, and TCU is the fourth team in that one. So, um, you know, Baylor's done well in this tournament. They've already won. Uh, they won the first one, so they've won two of the first, like, five or six tournaments and, 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 like I said, in good position in this one. So good to see them playing well. And the women are at uh, Chapel Hill. Um, had a decent first round. I think they were 11 over. Had a couple players at one over for the round, so they're in the top 20. So not a bad start for them. Um, you know, I know Jay Goble wants more from them, but it's another one of these really good tournaments. I believe they're maybe in 10th place, but 
Um, not a bad opening round, and, and you know they're in position where nobody had a great round. So I'm, I'm with the other teams. So it's not like they're way out of it or anything. So uh, yeah, good start for them. Very good. Soccer on a nice yeah. little roll. They won twice last week. Yeah, it was yeah. a good week. Um, you know, and I think um, you know when they beat uh, Iowa State Thursday, I felt good. Um, you know about their. It was four two. Right. So they really got a lot of goals. That was fun. Uh, Taylor Isgrig. Uh, Tyler Isgrig played really well. That's the TCU transfer. She had two goals and an assist. Um, so I, I felt good about it coming out of that, just making the Big 12 tournament. But then you, you then you go and win at UCF. I mean, now they're kind of like in the middle of the pack and with a chance to move up. Yeah. So, And I think they've got some winnable games left, John. They play Cincinnati here on Thursday. They do go to TCU, which that will be tough uh, on Sunday. But then they finish – uh, on the road at Houston, and Houston's one of the um, bottom teams. So, you know, if they can get two more wins, they, they can actually move up and have maybe a better seed for the Big 12 tournament and with a chance to, you know, if you do something at the Big 12 tournament, to make the NCAA tournament. Wow, that's so amazing. a big turnaround, right. obviously, from last year when you won four games. Right, in Michelle Leonard's second season, right. and uh, she will be one of our guests on the Baylor Coaches Show coming up on Wednesday. Uh, volleyball hosted Kansas State, right. uh, split with the Wildcats. Pretty amazing, isn't it, when, when, when you play those back-to-backs, yeah. how good – Coach Ryan McGuire and the Bears are in that on that second night. Yeah, they're they're almost unbeatable. On yeah. I think they've lost once, fifteen and one to now. Texas. Uh, yeah. You know when they were ranked probably number one or something. So yeah, fifteen and one on the second day of those back to backs. Right. And I think John, four of those would have been when they lost the first night. So you know coming back and winning the second because and that's kind of Ryan's deal is you know the better team wins on the second day. And I think he's right about that. But their ability to bounce back even when they do lose on that first night is really incredible. Uh, tough loss um, that first night against K-State, a five-setter. Um, you know, you felt like you had all the momentum. Right, you won the, right. You won the three and four, and you're kind of in – you know, I, I just wonder what the odds are of teams that win that three and four come back from a two-set deficit and then still lose in the yeah. fifth. Because I think most times – you would see teams just build on that momentum and maybe even kind of dominate the fifth set. To K-State's credit, they they were really good, John. Um, Number two, I think Carter, Leah Mm -hmm. Carter, I I believe, she was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like she she kind of reminds you a little bit of Yasiana, just the way she can jump and – Easy now. That's that's pretty high praise. Okay. Like a smaller, okay. less talented version okay. of Yossiana Presley. You know, you're you're treading there on uh, kind of holding ground. I was ground. just I was just really impressed by her. Right. I, you know, and she kind of carried them the second night as well. Uh, Baylor won, you know, despite her. But Baylor came back and won in four sets. Played really well. Uh, saved the third set. I didn't think they played really well in the third set, but. Uh, just a good match overall. Lise McGee played well. Manuela Bibinbe played really well. Riley Simpson both yeah. nights really came in late and kind of gave him a lift. So she's been that's kind of been her role lately is she'll come in a little bit later and kind of give him a spark, you know, off the bench. So that's been that's been cool to see. Very and good. they're still ranked. They're number twentieth. So oh. fell two spots okay. um even after the home split, but they're 
uh, ranked 20th in the nation uh, going into this week. That's a lot of respect. Yeah, absolutely. Because they're just a game just or barely two over, over 500. 500. Yeah. yeah. So they're yeah, and they're definitely getting that respect. And then John, when you think about their losses, I mean Minnesota, Wisconsin. I mean they've mainly lost to top 20 teams. BYU. Um, BYU. Yeah. So you know, I think I think that's part of it is the schedule. Um, but at some point, you gotta you gotta get some sweeps, and you gotta right. beat some of these teams that you should beat. So, I think they have Cincinnati this week. This is the Cincinnati week. Some yeah, soccer is playing right. them, I believe, on Thursday, and, and volleyball gets them Thursday and Friday, maybe. Right, right. so up there. Yeah, it's uh, it's Baylor Cincinnati week, um, and then Baylor Cincinnati football next week. Yeah. So we're just kind of we're getting to know our our new neighbors really Welcome well. Welcome to the Big yeah, Twelve. Absolutely, <laughs> very good. All right, uh, anything else? Any other sports to check on? Gosh, John, what what else we got? We covered most of those. I, I don't know when good. cross country goes again. I think they're they're, they're getting... running at the uh, Arturo Barrios A and M at A and M. That's what I just I just say they're running at A and M at A and M. Right, right. <laughs> I think I think that's it. And then I think that's their last one before the Big Twelve meet. So okay. kind of a last tune up uh, before they start postseason. So yeah, everybody's seems like everybody's going. Uh, tennis. Uh, the men played at the ITA All American. Last week, and I know Teddy Paraluk, um got a first-round win in the main draw. So, um, yeah, good showing by them. They had some get through the pre-qualifier and qualifier, so a good week for them overall. And then the, the women hosted a smaller tournament here and, and had some good results. So, yeah, everybody's going, John. That's good. Everybody's going, and basketball's about to get going. Basketball, I mean, <laughs> we're, what, less than – Less than a month? Uh, yeah. Less than a month, yeah, yeah, from the season opener. That's crazy. Yeah, uh, November 6th for the women, November 7th for the men on the road. So. And what, about uh, less than three months away from the foster? Oh, that's right. Getting excited Keeps about coming. that. My man uh, Greg Bruner had his seat selection earlier okay. today. So he did said he get good seats? Well. He did. I think okay. he got very good seats. Okay. And I said, so how was the process? And he, I said, was it painless? And he said, smooth as could be. Smooth. So that's good to hear. It's good to hear. Yeah, yeah. that that's. I am excited about that, John. Yeah. No, I really am. Just, it's been fun kind of seeing it go up. But yeah, it'll be fun actually playing games in there. I know it's gonna yeah. be great. Yeah. All right, Jerry. Thank you very much. Good to see you. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, Jerry Hill with us, Baylor Insider. Always appreciate his insight into uh, everything Baylor athletics. Take a